Buckle up, everyone, and welcome to Carpool Rugby League, a show where two rugby league tragics talk everything rugby league on your way to and from work. I'm Shane. I'm the chameleon. Welcome aboard and on with the show. Now, you're probably realising, where's the music? Where's Graham? What's happening? Uh, Graham's uh, got a bit... Uh, he's fine. Unfortunately, he's, uh, his bub and wife are a bit crook with COVID at the moment, so they're at home resting up. And Graham's uh, holding the fort. So you're left with uh, Griffo and I tonight uh, talking about things football, going through the teams and uh, keeping you up to date with your tips on what you, on what is going to be a really interesting uh, round, Griffo. Um, there's some big games ahead and uh, we'll talk about those um, later on. But just to get your thoughts, what did you think about last round and what do you think about the round coming up? Okay, well... Um, there were three big games last week, and all of them turned out to be uh, to be one uh, one way traffic fizzes really from the game perspective. True. Uh, so, um, congratulations to uh, the Melbourne Storm uh, who uh, kept Penrith to nil. Congratulations the next night to the South Sydney Rabbitohs who did likewise to Para, but probably even more emphatically. And congratulations uh, to the Sydney Roosters, who didn't keep the Cowboys scoreless, but absolutely dominated uh, the team that was coming second. So I was looking forward to all three games. None of them turned out to uh, yeah, to live up to expectations because yeah. there was one-way traffic, yeah. uh, which was disappointing uh, for me. Um, but very, very, uh, would have brought great joy to the likes of, uh, my co-host, oh, uh, who I was, was wearing the yeah, I was, um, I, I was very happy with their performance on the weekend. Um, Griff, I've got a question for you just out of the weekend. Something that really, um, I suppose made me, gave me food for thought was, um, this idea that can the Cowboys come to Sydney and beat a good side? Do you think this is just a a blip and they'll be fine? Or do you really think that they've got some massive games in Sydney coming up? Um, this week, I know they play the, the they play at home, but the following week they got South Sydney in Sydney. Is it something that they've got to address or, or was last week just, just a, a blip and, and move on? No, I, I don't think so. I, I think... Where the games are played these days is increasingly less relevant mm-hmm. in terms of who's going to win the game. You know, we saw last year, the whole competition moved up to Queensland. Um, it didn't make a great deal of difference to the Queensland teams, really, because yeah. um, they didn't go well. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think yeah. uh, it's, it's that big a deal. I know, you know there's this belief that the Cowboys can't perform in Sydney. I, I don't believe that. I watched a game where they won a grand final. Yeah, that's very true. Very yeah, true. I, I don't think it's an issue. Yeah. I think yeah. it's just a, the issue is that the Roosters uh, are a very high quality team, yeah, a better team than where they're currently placed on the ladder. They're, um, they're that's, rising to that's, the occasion. That's was, it. It's not that it was played at the SCG. I don't think that no. was a factor at all. That, that was another question I was going to ask you, Griff. In the ladder, is there? I was going to say, can you give me two teams that are probably not in the positions they should be in? Uh, 
uh, I could give you a lot of teams, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll say uh, the team, which I think is currently 15th uh, with a bullet. Um, yep. They were 16th. Yeah. It's the Gold Coast Titans. Yeah. Um, yeah, at the start of the season, I had them in the eight again. They are in yeah. the eight last yeah. year. Uh, I think they've been the biggest underperformers. <clears throat> I have to look at the ladder. Um, yeah, where the second team I'm going to talk well, about. Well, even talking about what you said, you know, move tack slightly. The Sydney Roosters in it in an eighth. They're probably playing like a like a top four side at the moment, aren't they? Like they wouldn't look out of place. If uh, they were oh yeah. yeah. I, I don't care where the Roosters finish in the top eight. They're a threat. Yeah. They can finish eighth. Yep. Do you think do you think the Eels are playing the type of football? That um the, that's top eight worthy at the moment. Well, it depends. Yeah, depends what side's coming on the field, doesn't it? Yeah. So I think what Griffo was going to say. There they are. Yeah. Um, sadly for their supporters. Yeah. They, they, they could win the comp, but I don't think they will because to do that they're going to have to win four games in a row against quality opposition. Yeah. And we've seen um, they went. Two games in a row, they beat the Panthers convincingly. They beat the Sea Eagles in, in what I thought was an even better performance without the without Mitch Moses. Mm. And then last week they were humiliated. Really, yeah. the yeah. Um, the Rabbitohs twenty six nil. You could if the, the the silver lining for Para was for the first time in about five games they kept South under thirty points. <laughs> Yeah, that's very true because um, it wasn't looking that way at half time. So, yeah, no, no, um, but yeah, South's completely dominated, um, and the Eagles could come out this week and, and win again. So, yeah, but I, I can't see them winning four games in a row well, in that, the semi-finals. Well, they got they the, have to be in the top four, and that's increasingly looking like they won't be. Yeah. I think the the key matchup for them they got the dogs this week I know but but the key next matchup is next week against the um, Broncos that's going to be a good game. Yeah, um, yeah, both those teams vying for top four, but also not guaranteed top eight. So that's true. Yep. We'll see what happens. Um, now, without our skipper, we, I am I'm going slightly rogue, and I thought we'd change it up a bit tonight, Griffo. I thought, I thought, I thought throughout. You know, we always talk about through the tidbits and and the gaff and the and, and the grab. But I thought what we might do tonight is is give you the opportunity to give me over the weekend something you liked or or, or something good, something bad, and, and and someone in trouble or something in trouble. So the saint, the sinner, and who's who's on their knees at the moment. Um, who do you think you're saying uh, this well, year? And, yeah. and who's, we'll and who's come back to that on the knees in a moment. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> well, <so>. yes. <laughs> I was, yeah, yeah, that was probably poor choice of words. But, yeah, um, yeah. who's your saint sinner and who, who do you think's in a bit of trouble? Uh, look, I, I think the Roosters. Um, yeah. I could have said Rabbitohs just as, as easily. Yep. But um, the... Uh, They've only got to make the eight, and yeah. um, and they're going to create a major. Uh, I really do think every team from one to seven is looking over their shoulders yeah. at the Roosters. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, and I might be wrong, but 
think they've won five in a row. Uh, yes, just yes. looking at the yep. NRL ladder, they're five and zero from their last five. So they were in uh, in on sixteen points five weeks ago. Uh, they would probably not have been in the eight on sixteen points at that time. They weren't. I think um, no, they weren't. They were outside the eight. Yeah, but uh, look, they've uh, yeah, they're, they're a danger. Um, so uh, if we're going to say Saint, it's uh, it's Saint. Uh, Saint Saint Rooster Cockadoodle Do or Saint Giggity Jiggity Um, yeah I'd say the Giggity Jiggity man is is really excited at the moment yeah well he would be actually he might be um, he'd be uh, excited on two fronts because I'll tell you why I've actually seen him wear the um, Newtown jersey as well Uh, oh uh, yes yeah how much he 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 wears the blue bag, so I wonder if he's originally a blue bags fan. But yes, I have seen him. Do you give for the Jets or? I, I, I'm not too sure if he goes to the Jets. So yeah, um, he might just have the jersey. Yeah, yeah, he might just have the jersey. Well, well, you know, imagine it. He could have been a blue bags fan, and all of a sudden, you know, blue bags are gone. I'm nearest it team. Nearest yeah. team, I suppose, could well conceivably be the uh, the um, the Sydney, Sydney Roosters, Roosters. The, the Eastern Suburbs Roosters, as they would have been. Oh, as they were, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, um, that's a fair call. Who's 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 your who's your sinner? Now, sinner is not from the NRL. Um, Corey Norman. Oh. Um, I thought about this. Uh, you know, people sort of, they hear what, what he's done. Um, for those who are not aware, uh, he's he's done a bit of an impersonation of, uh, of John Hopawati um, mm. on, on an opposition player. Now, I actually don't think it's funny at all. Um, and I thought about this as I was walking this morning. They were talking about it on, uh, on, on the radio I was listening to, uh, on mm. the station. And I thought, well... If he'd done that to the same fella on the street, yeah. he'd be charged with yeah. sexual assault. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but because I, it happens in a football field, it's like, you know, in cup eight weeks, you can't play. Like, Can I say, still. that was actually my line when, um, when Hopawati did it originally, is I said, okay. if, this, if this guy had done it out, out in the real world, this, this wouldn't have been... It wouldn't abode well. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with your sentiments 100% there. I, I, don't, I don't understand. Well, I guess he's trying to put the opposition player off, but... I don't know. I, I just think it's... Can, can't skill... Uh, can, can, uh, can, uh, yeah, yeah. Surely skill, like, surely skill it's, can do it's that. It's sexual assault. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty ordinary, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's I, my bad. I, I I I agree. I agree. Um, what's who? What, who's in peril? Newcastle Knights. Yep. Yep. On I a agree. range of fronts. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned something earlier about you know which teams on their name. <laughs> uh, two grown men coming out of the cubicle. Yeah. Uh, 
it's it's a concern. Yeah. Um, I personally, when I go to a public toilet, I'm going into a cubicle by myself. You would you would imagine the door. I, I've never I've yeah. never done it any other way personally. Um, no, no, and I, I know that you know. Um, there's a there's a bit of a history of of rugby uh, league slash identities who've got a story to tell from the toilets. Mm. I've not heard anything good come out of any of them. No, um, no, no. Um, to be perfectly yeah. honest, really, little good really comes out of toilets. Um, no, well, there's, there's one. Usually, they're there for one reason. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, you know, like sure, sure, lots of things have been invented and and lots of lots of ideas thought of, but yeah, I, I don't think you should be nutting them out with someone else in there. No, I mean you know, whatever you like. I'm not, I'm not casting aspersions. I don't care, you know, who's on with who, but got a rule. Yeah. Yeah, not toilet. That's oh, true. It's got to be, you know, much more healthy in a room. But oh. whatever you're doing in there. But um, hmm. uh, I mean, that's symptomatic, I think, of what's going on at that club. Yeah. yeah. Um, last week it was clamour incident. Yeah, they. We've had. Yeah, they're a bit. They're in trouble. The guys turned up late for the boss, and they've been uh, given a week off first grade. Um. The club on field has been woeful uh, this year. Again, they were they were uh, finalists last year, albeit that uh, they were just making up the numbers. But um, still there. Yeah. And, and they've only got six. Yeah. Yeah, and talked about on its knees. Well, I think they're pretty pretty much uh, on their knees yeah. there. Yeah. They're not winning on the field and they're not winning off the field at the moment. Yeah, I, I agree, Griffo. Um, I, I had, incidentally, it was, it was a bit similar to what I had. I had um, my saint, I had I had two saints. I, I, I don't know whether they're the patrons of anything. Um, I had um, St. Verrill's and St. Mitchell. Saint, uh, I thought, mm-hmm. you know, these are two players that are really coming forward for their clubs at the right time. Um, I, I thought, you know, I, I thought that, the, you know, there's, you want good players playing good football and I thought that was uh, that was happening, that's probably happening for these two. I, I think the Roosters and Souths, they're probably two teams that, you know, are out of the four. But like you said, it doesn't really matter maybe where they finish in the eight. They, they, can, they can do right. it if need be. Um, my my sinner was actually uh, yeah the 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 Newcastle Knights um, you know a, a a a week or fortnight that was just topped off with the news like you said the other day I, I, I yes I, you know you just you shake you you're starting to shake your head now and I think the problem is that you know like I don't class I know a lot of people live outside of Sydney class Newcastle sort of the fringes of Sydney it's it's light years away from Sydney and um it is a it is a it is a one club town Newcastle and it's a club the it's their town is very proud of this club and I think what the club's doing for the town at the moment um and for the people that front up every week 
to watch the football, I think they're displaying a distinct lack of gratitude in everything that they do. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people in the background um, that talk it up. The ex-Newcastle players that, you know, tell everyone what needs to be done. I think it's about time they put their hand up. And if they're going to talk from the sidelines, maybe it's about time they they were a part of the action. So, you know, they couldn't do any worse at the moment because they are, they're a team that's becoming a bit of a shambles um, in appearance. Oh, absolutely. So, so that's... And it's not like they haven't got any decent players. No, there. and that's the thing. Like, you know, I you, you can bag... I'll be the first one to, to dig the knife into into the Titans. And, um, you know, because I actually generally thought that they had a top eight roster, and I st- in some ways I still think they do. Um, the Knights don't have a top eight roster, but, they're, they're, you know, they should be up there or thereabouts. And, yeah, I just I, – I, I really think that they, they, in every sense of the word, just look like a shambles. Um <clears throat> on their knees, I think Desi at the Seagulls. Um, yeah, third point. Yeah. That they've just blown. Like he, they finish uh, sixth or better this year. He has a contract, automatic contract till twenty twenty four. That ain't happening. He's now negotiating contracts. Um, we know the Petten Group want answers. I, I think. I I think he's. You know, I, I, I know. I, look, I think, I think as a club they're in trouble at, at times. I think that, I think they haven't bounced back well. Um, Finu being found guilty. Um, players on the weekend making gestures. I forget yeah, the number, and I don't care what the 61, number is. Sixty-one. Sixty-one. And you know, you just think, come on, guys, this guy's now convicted. Um, you you got to stop. You know, and this is where I think the club needs to start stepping in and saying, I'm sorry, gentlemen, we can't trust what you're going to do on the field. Um, let's face it, they're not going to make the eight. They're, they're mathematical chances. Like once, once you're a mathematical chance, you're no chance. It's, just, it's the same thing when someone says it's an acquired taste. It means it tastes like shit. You just get used to it. Um, it's, yeah. you know, like... It, uh, they're not. They're not a chance of making the eight anymore. I really think that these boys should be stood down and just say, "Look, we can't actually trust that your actions on the field are not only going to match the values of us as a club, but the values of the wider community, which says if you um, significantly hurt someone, you, you get charged and you go to jail." Um, yeah. I, I look. That might sound harsh. I don't know. Um, but. Oh, it's not harsh. I, I, I just think they're in trouble, and I think, I think Desi, you know, the buck stops at the coach, and I think what they they've tried to do during the year was somewhat admirable, but um, it doesn't. It's not equating to on-field performance, and whether you like it or not, we're a performance-based um, organization, you know. Um, and they're just not performing. Um, I, I was actually, and, and I hope he's listening tonight, I was actually wanting to get the thoughts of Eagle Dan and um, what he just thinks about Seagulls at the moment because we know he's a passionate Seagulls fan. And, you know, I I never dig the boot into fans of football clubs 
because I went for a cl- I go for a club that got kicked out for a couple of years, so I know exactly how. Yeah, you know, if you're if you go for a club, if you wear, I always say the, the litmus test is if you can wear the jersey down the street the day after they lost, you're a true fan, and you wear your heart on your sleeve. Yeah. And I just think there's certain, like say what you want about Manly, but their fans are pretty passionate, and I, I just think there's a bit like Newcastle at the moment. I think their fans are being taken for a ride, and um, and, and there's a lack of maybe gratitude and appreciation to the fans that. There's certain players saying it's all about me um, rather than, you know, the people that are following you. And I understand you're the guys taking the hit on the field, but, geez, um, you know, if you can just conduct yourself with a bit of class and a bit of decorum, I think your club might be in a bit of a better situation. But that's just my opinion. And, uh, yeah, but we've got some games coming up, Griff. And I don't have a whistle or anything, but I think we can... um, I think we can start talking about rugby league and why not? Yeah, start? I think I've got a whistle there somewhere. Oh, dear. That'll do. Um, oh, that'll do. Yeah. That'll do. That'll do. That was just. Yeah. Actually, I, I don't know whether. No, I don't have my. I don't have my school keys with me. If I have my, if I have my keys with me, I would. Um, look, um, the, I, I'll tell you what, um, it's no secret where I'll be tomorrow night. Um, I will be at Acor Stadium uh, watching South Sydney Rabbitohs take on the Penrith Panthers. A couple of big ins for both sides, if you look at their team list. Um, you got Campbell Graham in, I think, for South Sydney, that's a big one. Um, Sooker Fafida, um, Lachlan Ilias, um, Shakai Mitchell, he's he's on the extended reserves bench at this point in time while we do this podcast. We don't know who's going to be the drop-offs. For Penrith, Chris Smith, Dylan Edwards, uh, Kurt Falls, and uh, one that I know a lot of people would be happy to see, Taylor May. Um, again, whether he takes the field or not might be might be another kettle of fish. Look, regardless of who's in or who's out, I think the outs are far bigger for Penrith. Um, still no, still no Cleary, still no Luai. Fisher Harris um, suspended. Um, they do have Kikau Martin in, and at one stage last week it was looking like Martin might be in a bit of trouble. I'd be surprised. If yeah, I'm. I'm with you, Griffo. Um, look, I'm not here to talk about Penrith because that would be insulting to you. You know Penrith better than anyone. Um, what do you think of this game this week, Griff? Uh, well, I, I I think if Latrell doesn't play, um, that gives Penrith a hope. Yeah. Um. And I don't know the situation with Latrell, obviously. Well, um, I, can, I can answer that now. Um, okay. uh, you know, fans may or may not know, he went off early. All reports from Demetra and South Sydney and everyone, a few a few people I, I, I sort of know at, that were there, um, he was never going to take any part of training post, um, post-defensive work. They were going to give him a rest due to the amount of metres he ran on the weekend. Um, so when he, he went off, he went off at the right time. He said, look, my groin might be a little bit tight. Um, so they iced him up as precautionary. From what we understand as of right now, um, all reports say he's 100% ready to play. So um, okay. that's what the inside mail is there, that he's, he's, uh-huh. he's right. The guy well, who may not be right, and it might change, is Lachlan Ilias. Um um, okay. Dean Hawkins has been put on the extended bench and and um, 
he 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 really like he's he's he was fifty fifty. Um, he was fifty fifty the other day. I thought Hawkins played really well. I, I thought Hawkins played exceptionally well. I, I I thought the reason why Cody Walker looked so comfortable was because Dean Hawkins played the same game um, Reynolds used to play. But um, yeah. yeah, but yeah. So so that's the that's the lowdown on Latrell. Well, okay, we've got an almost uh, top seventeen for South Sydney. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, Tom Burgess is not back yet. Uh, I, I don't really know if there's any other guys that would be in the side. No. Um, no, I think Bur- Burgess, Burgess. Burgess. Oh, is the Cartwright. Cartwright, obviously. Cartwright was injured. He was good uh, when he yep. when he was um, fit. Liam Knight on the bench, maybe. Oh, okay, maybe. Yep. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, of course, it, Jacob Post, is, but, you know, he was in and out. Okay. All right, well, I'm going to say that they're close to full strength. Yeah, I would say the same. Really, I, apart I actually, from Tom Burgess. From a, fan, from a South fan, I think this is probably the best side they've yeah. put on the park all year. And uh, what I will say is Penrith are way below. Um, yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Their best. Uh, last week, they they struggled. Uh, well, they didn't score a point. Um, when Penrith got a penalty with just over a minute to go, basically right in front. You know, most yeah. of the people were out, myself included. So take the two. Take the two. <laughs> yeah, well, that's um, yeah, yeah. On the radio, I was listening to it on the radio, and then watched it on the on back on and on the radio. You could always hear. Hear the people say it. Yeah, because yeah. um, I mean they tried hard. They, oh. you know. Can can but, I say when when I watched the back riff, mate? There's one guy who I think has just grown in leaps and bounds. Um, is Happy Coruscant? Oh, it was fantastic. He was brilliant. He he could almost have been man of the match. In a in a, in a side that gets nil, you know that's how. Yeah. If you had a three two one, you'd probably give him one. That's a big call in a side that didn't score points. Yeah. Um, I thought their defence out wide was was poor. Um, Mm. And that's not good when you're coming up against South Sydney. Yeah. Um, There were some bad reads and some bad misses out wide. Um, And that's a concern. Uh, and then uh, the other concern was in the middle when Brandon Smith just sort of burst through um, players like there was Martin and I think Happy and, and possibly Moses Leota. Um, Smith just goes straight through. And then uh, poor old Charlie Staines, uh, well, he, um, he didn't get close. Uh, um, so that was concern. I, I just don't think Penrith have got the bullets to fire uh, yep. against a quality side. And then, like I said, they couldn't score last week. Dylan Edwards missed the game. Uh, and I only heard that he was going to be out on the way to the ground when I was just the radio. And I thought, this, this that's not good. Yep. And then Melbourne scored two tries reasonably early in the game. I just couldn't see us coming back and, and we yeah, didn't score a point. Um I, I I can't tip the Panthers uh, this week because 
it's it's a mismatch when you you missing so many big guns uh, up against a team that, as I said, is basically full strength. Um, if Latrell was out, it then becomes a more even contest. But Souths are in form, uh, aspirational to win the comp. They're going to win the comp. You think they're going to have to win this game, and, and uh, I just can't see can't see Penrith really getting close. To be fair. Mm. Yeah, I, as the teams line up, as I'm looking at them now, yeah. and I don't expect Liam Martin will be there. Yeah, uh, I don't think there's much to gain by playing him in this game. Well, what's the point? I, 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 I when I when I heard he when I heard he was injured and watched the team on the radio, and I, on the radio they made a big deal about it. So he must have looked crook, and um, yeah. and watching it on TV, it probably didn't show as much of the injury. As as some you know on the radio they got sideline eyes who were just watching him constantly and they they didn't rate it at all and when I saw him no. named at number twelve I thought oh um, you know you, you know you'd have to be Lazarus the way they were talking but I, I, I look you know looking at South Sydney really it's it's theirs to lose um, they they they've got like you said Penrith are down on troops and I I fully acknowledge that. Um, one to seventeen, South Sydney are looking very, very strong. Um, as a fan, I, I really would rather see Isaac Thompson than um, than Jackson Polo in the side. Um, There's nothing against Polo, but I just look at this young, this guy, 25 years old. He is huge. He's he made quite a few meters last week. Um, he's that big winger that South Sydney have never had, and yeah. and. And you know, since Terry Fee, yeah, that's true. And, and and it's just like finally we get someone with this kind of physique and this kind of skill. I I I don't see why putting him in the reserves is any is any worth. I got a gut feeling that that South Sydney will probably go in a one to seventeen once, and on the reserves list you'll see Thompson and uh, Hawkins. And I actually wouldn't be surprised if Hawkins comes in for Ilias, who's probably still a bit crook. And uh, Paulo go to the reserves where um, Thompson comes forward. I've been wrong with these things before, so don't hang your hat on it. And by the yeah. time you listen to this, uh, you'll see if I'm right or wrong. But that's probably what I'd prefer. I look at South Sydney. I, I just think that they're playing a brand of football. You know, I think back to my um, to my rant with St George, and they're a different football side. They they just. They were just trying to play the same game, but just just not having the same troops. Um, now that they've got the troops back on deck, and, and especially with uh, especially with um, Campbell Graham back in the centres, he's going to be slightly underdone, but great defender. I, I really think this is now the seventeen that will charge to the finals. Like this is they've got the nucleus now. They remind me a lot of the fourteen side, twenty fourteen side. And um, from memory, this is the game where South Sydney beat uh, the Manly Seagulls at the SCG. So um, now, if they come away tomorrow with a with a win, they've got they've then got Cowboys Roosters, two big opponents. Who um, you know, you, you come to this kind of the year, you you have to be informed, and you have to have troops on the park and and and. South Sydney are staying to have a little bit of both. So I, I've got South Sydney winning. Um, I think that they're I, – I, I think that it's a big game for them, though. This is the kind of game where South Sydney fans know they turn up 
and where we should win, we'll, we'll lose in a golden point field goal. So for South Sydney, they've got to stop the rot with that kind of junk. They've had it a few times this year. Um, this is the time to now go for the jugular. Penrith will still play good football. They are a classy rugby league side. I I, I love Penrith and what they do. I, I think they're a classy rugby league side, but... You know, you take who they've got out out of any rugby league team, you're in trouble. So, yeah, I I, I think South in 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 what it's not going to be as close as it's not going to be as as much of a distance game as what people think. I think it's going to be a lot closer than what um, people believe. But on Friday, we go and see the Cowboys up against the Warriors, and really the Warriors well. If you can work out the Warriors at the moment, you're a better person than me. Ben Hampton, Brendan Elliott, Lingu and Felt, Pompey Harris uh, in Harris Devita, Pompey Luai, Rocco Berry is also an in for the um, for the Warriors. Probably their ins bolster both sides. You got one side who is absolutely on fire, who will be in the top, who will be in the top um, four. You got another side who, um, yet again, uh, will not be playing finals football. I, I don't know what more to say than the Cowboys are going to win, Griff. Yeah, the Cowboys will win. Um, it's in Townsville, it's not in Auckland. Warriors surprised me last week. I didn't really uh, see that game, but. They won by a lot against the Bulldogs. So they must they, have done something right. Oh, they, they they put them on late. It was quite interesting to watch. It was like it was like in the 65th minute, um, Johnson flicked the switch. And all of a sudden, yeah, where they'd been... I did been, see his try. Yeah. yeah, where they'd sort of looked like they'd been playing decent football and 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 the doggies were, were in it, it was like the Cowboys just flicked the switch in 15 minutes of... A really good old school Johnson Rugby League. Yeah, well, they're up against a different opponent this week. Yeah, I agree. Um, in a different country, and um, I think the Cowboys will get them by quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I can't add any more to that. I, 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 I think that they're going to win and win pretty well. I, I, I incidentally. Um, also think that the one to seventeen for the for the Cowboys is is pretty much where it's at and and it's pretty formidable when you look at it too. So that's the first game on Friday night. When we look at the second game, I'm I'm actually looking forward to this one. It's the Broncos versus the Storm. It's at seven fifty five. It is at Suncorp Stadium. Uh, fun enough in Milton. Uh, I suppose let's go through the outs to begin with for the Melbourne Storm. Cooper Johns and Seve, he, they're, they're out. Um, in for the Storm, Anderson, Hughes, Jaden Nicarima, Grant. I always stuff this. I stuff up this guy's name. <laughs> Leoro. And Trent Leoro. Yeah, Leo. I, I, no matter how many times. You know what? I say it right in my head, and it just never comes out right. Um, Totematopia. Uh, Automatopia, bang, wow, yeah. slam. He's <laughs> in. Um, Piera, get talking about young Totematopia. <laughs> yes, Totematopia. Apparently, he's not old. Um, 
So, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Bang, I'll wow. tell you, he's been young for all his life, though. He's, I, I, he I has wish been. I could uh, when he's have what he's he'll on. Still be like, young. He'll still be young. Forever young. Yeah, bang, wow. Yeah. Forever bang. young. Um, Pereira, Gamble, Wilson, and Zach Hosking is in for the Brisbane Broncos. I I think this game is going to be pretty close, Griff. Um, I'll be very keen to hear your thoughts because you, you're good at these kind of games. What do you think is going to happen on Friday night at Suncorp in Milton? Firstly, I have to disagree with you. Yep. Uh, I don't think I'm good at any type of game. But, no, no. Uh, you're but thanks for the compliment. But, no. Um, you know, I, I saw Melbourne live last week. I was at the game and... I was incredibly impressed by their defence. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hasn't been that way for a while, but uh, yeah, they had a significantly better team on the park than what they've had probably for the previous month when they were losing most games. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a tough game to pick. Um, Broncos uh, haven't been at their best for a few weeks and... and um, you know, there's there's some who think they've uh, they've got the shakes. Um, I guess this game will uh, will go a long way to to tell us whether that's true or not. They are missing uh, their best forward, or, well, arguably their best forward, Pat Carrigan, who's suspended. It's made a difference him not being there, um, but they've still got a very good side. Um, I'll be interested to see if Melbourne can back up. What they did last week, Monster uh, was great. Fullback, um, he's listed at six. Last week they played Nick Meany at six, basically. I think we'll see that again. Huh? Um, Jerome Hughes is a big end for them. Um, I thought Cooper Johns did did the job last week. Uh, yeah, he is not even on the. Uh, Reserves yeah, list. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I'm assuming so, he's injured or something. I don't know. Well, I was going to say, uh, I would have thought so. Because he wouldn't have been dropped on form. Uh, no, that's uh, my clear assumption. They've got Jade and Nicarima there. I think Cooper John's be ahead of him in the pecking order. You'd assume so. Uh, that's why I just assumed he might must be injured. Yeah, same with uh, Sebe. Uh, Sebe making way for for uh, the young guy, um, Tom Lapia. Mm. Um Bang, so pal, anyway, yeah. Look, the the bottom line is, um, I think I'm probably going to tip the storm based on what I saw last week. Uh, Broncos, you know, they're they're not at their best, um, and uh, and that's why I'm going to tip the storm. I'm not confident, but the storm, you'd have to say, is a better better looking team when they've got them. You know, one of their main men uh, yeah, there in uh, yeah. Jerome. Hughes, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. he makes a huge difference to this team. Yeah, uh, Tom Eisenhuth again listed uh, to start in the second row. Yeah. Uh, I think he was last week, but he came off the bench. Um, but yeah, he, he's he's been good for him since his return. Uh, Big uh, Nelson was strong last week. Um, yeah, I just think uh, the Storm. We'll get the points in a close one here. Yeah, what do you I, think, Shane? I, I look. I think the same. Um, I'm hopeless with this because whenever I see the Broncos at home, 
and I think it's going to be close. I tip the other side, and the Broncos buddy come in and win. Big, big game for both teams, and I'll tell you why. Broncos win, it chucks them on 30. That's that's pretty. I, I think that you've got, if they're on 30, you, you then got a situation where you're almost guaranteed that bottom bottom four home semi-final, which, which is important because it could be against the Eels or the Roosters. Um, it could be against South too, but to be at home is a good thing. If the Storm, the Storm's next couple of games are against the Roosters and the Eels. So when you look at the Storm, they, they're, they're going to want to win this game to sort of say, right, that, that'll put us in, in, in really might cement our top four. It might cement us in the top four. For both sides, there's so much to play for. I'm picking the Storm because I just thought that last week um, I saw some of that Storm steel come back. And that's going to keep building towards the end of the season. Um, they've, they've got some quality players and none better than Cameron Munster. Um, I, I, I've got the storm in, in that game as well. Um, at Combank Stadium on Saturday, 3 o'clock, a game where in yesteryear this would have been absolutely insane. Um, depending on what sides turn up, it could be a different kettle of fish. Uh, it hails back to the great choke of yesteryear as well. The Eels versus the Bulldogs. That's it. And at uh, Combank, that should get a it, it should get a uh, a big crowd. Um, when you look at it, um, I suppose there's no bigger potential in than number seven Mitchell Moses for the. Um, for the for the roo- for the roosters for the eels sorry uh, when you look at when you look at the ends for um for the dogs the the main big one is of course uh to be the Pangai junior um they're going to need someone of his caliber if they're going to win this game um most he's actually on the reserves list but i think they'd be very keen if he's half fit to play oh, yeah. Everyone else is more or less. Um, everyone else is more or less. Uh, Luke Thompson's in. I think he's named. Is he named on the bench? Um, could actually be named the staying lineup. Um, no, no, he's not. He's number twenty-two. So, look when you look at the um, when you look at the two sides, you'd have to say it is a mismatch. But there is, for some reason, the dogs just seem to get. To, they've got the wood on Parramatta no matter what um, condition the dogs are in. They really put it to this side. Parramatta have to win this game. They, If they're any chance of, 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 of showing that they're a finals chance, they've got to beat the dogs, don't they, Griff? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'm not an expert on tipping the eels. So the last three weeks at least I've got them wrong. Um and I even said last week, uh, as I listened to the podcast back, and uh, they played the Rabbitohs, and I, I said, well, I'm tipping the Eels, which probably means they'll lose because I'm not good at tipping uh, this team. Um, and sure enough, uh, they lost. Um, I don't think history's going to repeat itself here. I think uh, the Bulldogs early in the year beat Para. Um, this is too important for the Eels. 
Uh, with Moses coming back, I just think uh, I think they get the job done. Um, the Bulldogs, to be any chance, you'd think they would, as you said, uh, they'd need a, a 100% to be a Panga junior. Um, but even with him, I still think Parra will get the job done. It's too important. Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's too important game for Parramatta. Um, if Moses does play, um, then then of course he's going to add a lot to the side. I'm going to say something slightly controversial here. They should win without him. And if he is not 100% ready to go for these final series and 100% ready to go on the weekend, I would be uh, leaving him in the shed for another week. But that's just my opinion. Um, I, I think he's too important to risk. On Saturday, 5.30 at Brookie, you have the Seagulls versus the Sharks. Um, I suppose, look, the, for the Seagulls, um, you know, the big one, I suppose, is Harper's in, but the Jake Bravojevic and Jason Saab, who looked who looked really ginger on, on that leg when he went off, um, they're big outs, Bravojevic and Saab. Yeah. Mind you, the ins for the Sharks, they're huge. Tolman for feeder, Connor Tracy, Matt Moylan, and Toby Rudolph, of course, he's not playing um, this week. That's he's for a little while. No, he's he's gone for 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 a while. When you look at the side, you look at you look at the two sides now. You look at them um, like for like. I know Kay Dykes. He's he's playing at fullback. Look, you just look at the you look at the side like for like. I can't see anyone but the Sharks winning this game. Yeah, I'm with you 100%, Shane. Um, for not only to be any sort of a chance, it was going to require a massive turnaround. They got beat by the Gold Coast, who hadn't won since, uh, <laughs> since I last yeah. tipped them, I think. Back yeah. in, oh, no, actually, I tipped against them and they won against the Dragons back in Magic Round. Um, and uh, I've been I've been off the Gold Coast for a long time. I thought Manly yeah. would definitely win that game. Just the team, not the town. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I haven't been to the town for a while either. Well, we have to, have to good old to, days when we had those boys' weekends. Yeah, we might have to do a, a, well, a carpool so. rugby league next well, year from the Gold Coast. So. Wouldn't that? That would be horrible. Yeah. yeah, can we claim it on tax? I'm sure you know? we could. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. For mine, Sharks. I, I think Manly. Uh, the queue's in the rack. Um, uh, there might be a few other things in the rack as well at the moment. But this is a club that does have the impression that there is a bit of an implosion going on. Um, and certainly the, the wounds, uh, the pride wounds, let's call them, they just seem to be stretching. Um, yeah, I, I can't see a manly win here. Yeah. Um, to, you, you mentioned Desi's contract, etc. Uh, if you had said at the start of the season... Uh, Manley's going to be without Turbo for most of the year. I yeah, would have said that. Fair call. Yeah. Um, yeah. They did win a lot of games there for a while with no Turbo, but yeah, they've got uh, some internal decisions, obviously. Once that happens, uh, you really are um, trying to urinate into a strong gale force. Win. Yeah, you Just are. Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> the cyclonic style wins. Um, 
on Saturday, 7.35 game from the Sydney Cricket Ground at Moore Park. We have the 8th place Roosters up against the 16th place Tigers. Um, look, the ins for the Roosters, Thomas Bacon, Aguama, Gidard, Wong, they're, they're all on the, re- the reserves bench. Um, out is Kerrigan of the Adam kind. Uh, ins for um, the Tigers, Seafarth, Timoth, uh, Romolo, James Roberts is out. I, I look, you know, far out. I could say the ends for the uh, Tigers are. Is it matter? Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was going to say. It could be Elias, Sirinan, Roach, yeah. Marshall. Um, we, we can even go the other way and go Cherry, Ning, Cherry, Ning, Cherry, Ning make a return, <laughs> Cherry, Cherry, <or>? Ning's <laughs> Ning. not there. Ning's not there. No he's, Ning. No, okay. he's he's he's. He's, he's, he's cooking <laughs> up a storm somewhere. Um, he's, he's in a bread shop uh, cooking yeah. up for, for the next day. You know, for the other side, you could should, you could say Leeds and Mesher. Um, it doesn't matter from what flavour you've come from with the West Tigers at the moment. Um, they're in trouble. And I, I, I thought it was highlighted. Um, I thought it was just highlighted last week, really. It, 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 it just does not look good at all for them. They they sort of had a couple of weeks there where they were in it. Um, losing to Newcastle, well, that's, you know, that's one thing. And then you get thumped by by the Sharks. They're, they're in trouble. And, and I actually think the Roosters will put a number. This is my margin. This is my joker for the week, Griff. I, I just can't see any part of the Tigers no. doing anything. Yeah, uh, was it was it called? Because I haven't really looked at the runs until till now. But um, you'd have to think that uh, there's going to be a big score for the Roosters and not a big score for the Tigers. Yeah, uh, could be it could be a bad day to be in. Um, yeah, and uh, White. Yeah, I agree. I, I there's nothing more to say really. That you know that. They've got good players even playing bad now. They, they're out of sorts. They're out of form. And, um, you know, when you consider, you know, when you consider Kamali's, you know, he, he's doing his best. Like, and, and I was heard him on the radio the other week, and the poor guys, he, he, he sound, I, we, we've been in education. He just sounds like a parent who gets called in because their kid's been a rat bag. And it's just like the parent just doesn't know what to say. It's just like, what do I say? You, you saw it. You saw what happened. What more do you want from me? And, you know, that's what the Tigers are at. And and interestingly enough, um, of who's there next year, as far as coaching staff, you know, two of the three are there. And, yeah, I, I don't know. There's just something about them. I just don't get it. Two o'clock on Sunday at Wynn Stadium. Um Still the coldest place I've ever watched rugby league from, um, and that includes Canberra. Um, you have the 11th place Dragons against the 15th place Titans. This could be Shano's Portaloo game of the week. Um, look, it, golden point last time. It was. Uh, it was. Two teams came together. Was, um, I suppose. Look, you know, Tyrell Sloan is 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 an in for for the for the. Um, Dragons, Molo, Ford, Sullivan also in. Kelsey. But they're only on the reserves. Yeah, bench, they're so. on the reserves. That's what I'm saying. Really it's not even worth bloody talking about. I suppose the big 
the big um the big ins for the um big ins for the Titans. A, a big team out on the sex bomb, Toby Sexton. Um, they're in. Oh, is this a flip a coin, Griff? Like, like this is a uh, tip. Maybe. These games might be a tipster's nightmare. Was last week a flash in the pan for the Titans, or, or are we just going to see what what is the end of a pretty ordinary season from the well, from the GC? The Titans they play good football. Um, and they did it without. Tino. Who oh, no, that's what blew me away. By far and away their best player. I, I sort of came into the game, um, might have been second half, and, and Titans were scoring tries. And I'm thinking, I can't see Big Tino. And uh, he didn't play. Yeah. So, I, 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 and you know what? On um, I was listening to a game on ABC. And they made mention of that. They said it's interesting. They, you take the best player out of the, you take the best player out of the team, and all of a sudden they play well. Um, I will say this though: um, one guy, one guy who 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 did appear to play um, some good football, um, Jaden Campbell. He got his name mentioned quite a few times. But um, um, AJ Brimson, Brimson just seems yeah, to be Brimson everywhere. Yeah, Brimson was dangerous yeah. all the time. I mean, he's yeah. a quality player. Yeah. I, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit behind, I think, in, in any tipping comp I'm in. I've got nothing to lose. Um, I'm going to uh, tip the team that uh, is lower on the ladder, uh, team that won last week, the uh, Gold Coast Titans. Um, but it's beware of the... Uh, the nine hundred and fifty thousand dollar man, yeah. um, or whatever he is, Moses and Bai. Yeah, uh, that list came out, and he's in the top ten highest paid players. You know what's hilarious? Of this, that. And, <laughs> yeah, that that is that's not hilarious actually. Not if you're a of a Dragons fan. Who and Moses Embai? He he's been he played awful the other week. I don't care what anyone says. There were people trying to defend him. He was horrible. Um, if you look at you look at the the, the, the the payment that he gets and David Fafita, but you could you know you could, you could buy a pretty good house for that. You can always buy yeah. an eastern suburb. Yeah, uh, true. <laughs> like it's yeah. it's just it's just ridiculous. I, I thought of it last week. I'm with you. I'm actually with you. I thought last yeah. week um, the Dragons had everything to play for, and they they play they they played for nothing. Um, they they at times had that game uh, in control. They couldn't score points. They let the they let the um, they let the Raiders, Raiders back in. They I think the Raiders, Raiders scored there. in the first set, which was which yeah. was bizarre. And then all of a sudden it was twelve six. Um, no one wanted to control that game, and I think it's blown all the winds out of their sails. Um, I heard some Muppet on the radio talk about if Lomax has scored the point to make it 24-all, what could have been? You're kidding yourself. They had every opportunity to win that game and didn't. So I've got the Titans as well. I, I am going yeah. with the Titans. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think... Just, I think yeah, I'm with it. I'm just going to say on Embi, um, apparently the Tigers are paying half of his oh, massive salary. 
Well, um, you know, that just goes to show how great you are when the team that you left has to pay to leave your. Well, team. they wanted to get rid of him. Yeah, they had to. Oh, he was. He was. Yeah, I don't. I don't rate him anyway. Yeah. Um, no. Well, mom, you know, congratulations to him. Congratulations to him. But my mum always said, "If you got nothing money. nice, if you got nothing nice to say about someone, don't say it." Um. Anyway. Uh, we now have the Newcastle Knights. Up against oh, the Raiders, last game of the round, 4.05 on Sunday from McDonald Jones Stadium. We can go through the big ins and outs. I, I, I think regardless of the, I know Hendrick Lee, Clemmer, Randall and Hunt, they're, they're probably the biggest ins for the Knights without the biggest out being Bradman Best. Um, interestingly enough, um, Nickel Clockstad's put on the reserves bench. I, I don't know what to read into that. Um, nothing. He doesn't nothing. play. Yeah, that's, play yeah. Mariota, Tarpany, Frawley, Kotrick, um, they're all in for the for the Raiders. I don't need to see who's in or out to know that I think there's enough class in the Raiders to win this game. Across the park, 1-17, to 17, I think they've got it. I just think that the... The the, the the Knights are now just starting to dig a hole um, to end their season and, and I think it I think it's just going to keep going downhill from here. Um it's I, I'm not a, entirely sure. I, I know they probably can't win the spoon, but geez, I reckon the back end performance could emulate them of a spoon side. So I I've got the um, Raiders winning this one and and maybe even winning it fairly comfortably. Should do. If there are any, uh, you know, aspiration, a huge win. They need three huge wins to, because they've got an awful uh, for and against. Horrible. Awful Kieran, for and against. Yes. yes. So Horrible. Um, they can make the eight, but... Um, I, I actually believe that 30 points are going to be required to make the eight. Can I, can They'll I get you, 30 points. Can They'll I tell win you the, the next luck three of, games. But. Can I tell you the luck of their draw? Yeah. The luck of their draw is next week they play the Seagulls, who they're on the down, who slide, yep. I assume. They then got the Dogs. Uh, not the Dogs, sorry. They've then Tigers, got the um, Titans. Uh, yeah. The Tigers. Tigers. They yeah. then got the Tigers. They got Seagulls, well, Tigers. They're they going to win three games. They win three. They can win three from three, which well, which I then puts, they will. Which which may put which may put a bit of pressure depending on what happens with the Roosters. Their last round game is is the opening of the stadium against South Sydney. Yeah. That you know, like who would have thought? Like, I hope we don't get to that because, geez, I can't see the Raiders doing anything. But you know, like it's not so much also the teams like Raiders. Um. If the Raiders win those three with some big margins, that could put the Eels in a bit of jeopardy as well. Oh, yeah, there's, there's teams above them. Yeah, those teams on even those teams. That's, like, that's what gives the Raiders a hope. Yeah. Um, I, I think, and I haven't done a calculation or anything, but I do believe that you're going to need 30 to make the eight. Um, yeah, I agree with you, Griffo. I, I think I, the Raiders are going to get 30. Geez, doesn't that make the Broncos Eels game the for and against? Yeah, want to play a role. Yeah, so um, it's the Raiders for me, and they really do need to get the calculator out 
and uh, put in a score because uh, they've got an awful four and against. They've got to do it for three weeks in a row to give themselves a chance of making the eight. And, and uh, I, I certainly think they'll win the game. But winning is not enough. They've got win big. Yeah, if and they should win big. If they're any, they should have last week against the Dragons, but they only won by two. Yeah, I know the Roosters. The Roosters are more the fact they're on twenty six. So I'm putting the Roosters in here, and I'm not leaving South out because I'm a South fan. I think on twenty eight points with a plus one thirty four for and against, um, they'll get a. I think they'll get a win in their next three. But I we, think South will get more yeah, than one. Yeah, I think and when you beat Penrith yeah, this week. Yeah, and when you look at when you look at the Broncos, Eels, and Roosters, like Broncos and the Eels play each other, Roosters play Souths. The Raiders, if they if they get three big wins, the Roosters, I think are the Roosters, I think are a different kettle of fish. I think the Roosters are are, are, are a side warming to the finals. The Eels are the side I think. Wow, look at them plus twenty eight. You know, like. Three or four big, or three or four. Sorry, two or three big wins by the Raiders. All of a sudden, you start swallowing up that for and against. I, I, you know, what 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 looked to be an unkind draw, playing the 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 Seagulls just out from the finals, a team that we thought would be vying for for the final. Like, yeah, yeah. they're just a team imploding. Who knows what side's going to take place next week. The Raiders just might have half a chance here. Oh, they've got half a chance. They've probably got more than half a chance. Um, the other minus 31. Yeah, that's, I, would think I see it, that. At, at the least, they would want to be in the positive come next week. Yeah. They, they want to be plus something um, heading into round 20, you know, whatever. You know, when, week, you, know when, you know when Ian they forgot to mention here on... on, on on, on, on what I'm looking at. This is the official news, this is the official NRL. Tarpany, is that what you're talking no, about? No, they've got Tarpany in here, um, which is, a, a, they forgot to mention Stuart, Ricky Stewart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How could you miss it? Oh, jeez. Oh, i tell you what, I might, have to, I might have to ring the NRL and say, fix up your app. Um, yeah, Stuart. Yeah. Ricky Stewart. Yeah. But yeah, I look, there's a lot of computations there, Griff. I... Can I, can I, and again, it's not because I go for the club. If, if the Broncos, Eels or Roosters was in their position, I'd, I'd do the same. I'm drawing a line under fifth, South Sydney, and saying they're in the eight. Fair call. I, I, I really think that, 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 I really think, I think the Storm are definitely guaranteed. Um, I, I just think that, you no. Know, Plus one thirty four for and against, um, you, you're in. Well, South Sydney, really, realistically, they only got one one more game. Yeah, I agree. And, and 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 you know, even if they lose the other two games, but just by small margins, they're they're, um, they're in. They'll they'll yeah. be in. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I, I, I do believe. Thirty is going to be the cutoff. Yeah, I agree with you. I I can't see it, it would it would be a monumental stuff up by. Essentially, either the Broncos, well, essentially by the Roosters, if a twenty-eight gets you in, um, it'll yep. mean that the Roosters have had a have had a seizure in the last few games. But anyway, that is that is the round twenty-three 
of the NRL. Jeez, oh, it's coming towards the end, isn't it, Griff? That it is. That, and the, the ladies start their, yeah, uh, yeah. their comp this week. We'll talk about that more that's next right. week. Yes, it, that's true. That's very true. I'll be um, back with the bells and whistles next week too. Week. Yep. So, yes, that's true. Graham, we'll be back next week. Uh, we have to run. Griffo, as always, an absolute pleasure. Thank um, you, Shane. No, pleasure working you. with thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening, everyone. Um, and, and yeah, I, I hope your team wins unless it's the Panthers. So, um, <laughs> no, everyone, have a great week. Keep safe. Get out and watch your football. And until next week, we'll see you later. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Have a good week.